Blog Talk Radio. Work and move grams on the block. White T dust, city cat cock. 
40 on the waist, 22 on the side. Who would have thought shorty grow up to sell rock and finally be the man on his own spot? Learn a trick with a glass. Your number one source for knowledge in the information age. High Frequency Radio Network. Hey, man. Stop with all that aggressive shit, man. I got you. Not this one. Yeah. Yep. Greetings and salutations, man. Nothing's changed but the age and the address I be And delivery, the sneakers and the strands of my weed So I guess I have changed into the man that you've seen Women want to drive me crazy, I don't hand them the keys Underground like the pipeline Pass Oh, we thought that things would work out in the end But friends are not friends and enemies are so close to me I don't know who you supposed to be So contemplate that before approaching me Hey, fool, run that shit the fuck back, man Twitter, at DJ Food. Head clever, head clever. 
Shout out to my nigga Jay, still in the studio. My nigga Lucy Lou. Young Money Cash Money. Y'all niggas don't even know, man. I make moves, man.
the gods, <clears throat> excuse me, peace to the goddesses, I would like to welcome you to another episode of The Foundation here on High Frequency Radio Network. I am your host, So L, that's Speaker of Truth L, Speaker of Truth L, and it is my pleasure to have you here with me this evening. I would like to welcome you to the foundation where we understand incorrect information incorrectly applied can get you hurt. Correct information incorrectly applied can get you hurt. So we're always here looking to correctly apply correct information here on the foundation. And we're going to start off as always saying all thanks, honors, Accolades go to the creator as well as the ancestors. I want to say big up, salute as always to Big Brother Yusuf L, High Frequency Radio Network creator. Now he's got his he's doing his dance over there at SPC University. Pretty much anybody who asks about SPC Secure Party Creditor, send them nieces. That's SPC University. And that's, you know, of course, the man, Big Brother Yusuf L, HighFrequencyRadioNetwork.com. I don't know if it's up right now. I know he was working on it the last time we discussed it, but it's always going to be the brother's site. Make sure you check that out. Make sure you also check out WelcomeToTheFoundation.com. That's WelcomeToTheFoundation.com. You can sign up for the email list. You can find the Facebook page, the Twitter page, Instagram page. There's a PDF set section. You can download for free. Download documents. Read them. Invest in your private education. You can book a consultation. As well as you can also make a donation all at the same spot, welcomeTheFoundation.com. Shout out to you know all the new email subscribers. I want to say peace to all the listeners. Peace to all the live listeners, all the live callers. You know, as well as live listeners checking us out on you know the internet. I want to say peace to. All the archives, internet listeners, all podcast listeners, all MP3 listeners, those who, you know, were shared MP3, do want to say peace to you. I want to say peace to all the trustees in the private. I want to salute all the trustees, those in trustee training with, you know, here on the foundation or, you know, if you're training somewhere else. I definitely want to shout you out and say peace to you. We appreciate you. As well as I want to say peace to all those in private education. I also want to say peace to anyone I've done business with in the private, anyone who has sent an email or well wishes or a current event. As well as anyone who's otherwise added to the foundation. You know, that's the Start out 
Hopefully that's better. Sorry about that. Welcome to the foundation. Today we're going to be discussing the art, the arts of funding, trust, and investment. I want to touch on this again. You know, it's become some sort of, you know, some sort of mystical concept. How do you trust? Most people only think of funding trust when it comes to Federal Reserve notes, some sort of bonds, something like that. And I'll tell you, it's not the only way to fund a trust. Matter of fact, that's one of the, in my opinion, one of the minor ways to fund a trust. Because ultimately, we all know that this stuff is, you know, public debt instruments. And if you got a private trust and you're looking to fund, especially with the initial funding of that trust, to be debt instruments, public debt instruments, you know, I'd like to ask you a couple questions in the private. You know what I mean? And we're going to go into some, you know, some investments. That you can think that you can do on the investment side, privately, through a private entity, but in the public on the investment side, with regards to, you know, a private trust and, you know, a, a holding trust, anything that doesn't, you know, always exist in the legislation. So we're going to jump in first and foremost to jump on these current events. I got this very interesting. This further illustrates. You know, the public, how it's locking down, I'm telling you, you it's locking down in many different ways, on many different fronts. You got to understand the the United States is, you know, essentially, you know, a type of, you know, quasi-corporation type dance. So with that being said, if the public is locking down, you're going to see that in the financial sector. You're going to see that in, you know... um, when it comes to uh, who can get federal grants and what the requirements are, you, we're noticing that a lot of, you know, the, the federal grants, um, what is it? Uh, what's it called? Why am I drawing a blank? But there's, you know, there's a, a federal awards for federal grants for all types of different industries. And we're seeing that, you know, one of the requirements for these grants that's popping up is, you know, proof of U.S. citizenship. Um, so, you know, whether it's monetary, whether it's, you know, it doesn't matter. The public is locked down. One of the ex- examples is, this is on CBS News, um, that the State Department now requires U.S. visa applicants to share their social media accounts. And that's what I'm we got to understand the difference between public and private. Personally, if you have a private, I'm sorry, if you have a, a public social media account with your actual private name on it, I, I am telling you that you don't understand the difference between public and private because if you did, you would do that. You would, we would understand that the World Wide Web is a commercial venue and that it's, it's, done, it's, it's mostly for business. It's for business. Now, people do blogs and, you know, people want to have opinions and there's other things that happens, but it's predominantly used for business, the World Wide Web. It connects to the world for business purposes. It's a commercial medium. And any presence on the World Wide Web, in my personal opinion, should be for business purposes. If you're not um, representing a brand or um, growing a brand through the use of social media, I think you're, you know, um, um, commercializing yourself in your own image and so on and so forth. Movie stars do that. You can get paid off it. That's cool. But unless you understand the fundamentals, unless you understand um, uh, publishing uh, points, um, 
archive content, use sites, so on and so forth, not capitalizing as a business. Um, I feel like it's, it's a waste of energy. You know, you get caught up in every stuff. At the take the point is requiring nearly all applicants for USB submit social media names, businesses, and consumers. It's a vast expansion of the Trump administration's enhanced screening of potential immigrants and visitors. And a move that's just take effect after approval of the revised application forms, the department says it has updated its immigrant and non immigrant visa forms to request the additional information including social media from all US applicants. Change will be proposed what was proposed sorry, in March. March 2018, suspected to affect about 50 million foreigners who apply for visas to enter the United States each year. So that was far as I said, with on the outside, it'll become a time. It's not happening already, where you know people get arrested or you want to do certain things. I know, um, you know certain jobs they want to they they get social media. They like a reference. Want to see what you're talking about? How you get down? Are you going to misrepresent? You know the company or the brand. Definitely should be paying attention to them forward. This is on the Hill. T H E H I L L. If you want to get it, net worth of Americans aged 18 to 35 has dropped 34 percent. Since 1996, the net worth of the average 18 to 35 year old plummeted 30 percent since 1996. Is it 30? Is it? Nah, I get 30. Is 30, y'all? Wow. This is a new study from the accounting group. Deloitte, spice light meals on entertaining dining out. Deloitte study on that the generation is paying for more education, food, transportation, and basic needs while earning incomes have stayed steep. The group's average net worth is now below $1,000, putting to millennials in a worse position than previous generations. Deloitte researchers told the Washington Post that the study's findings debunk many conventional wisdoms about the new age consumers. The narrative out there is that millennials are ruining everything from breakfast cereal to weddings. But what matters to consumers today isn't much different than what was years ago. The chief retail officer, Casey Lowell, generally speaking, went on to say there have been dramatic changes in how consumers spend
Sorry about that. I lost my connection. Uh, moving forward, the study found that many Americans age 18 to 35 put off making large purchases such as homes or automobiles because of because of immense financial pressure and the lack of available income. A study in 2017 revealed that about one third of this age group still lives with their parents. Another sign of potential financial woes among younger Americans and are putting off marriage until they are older. And though retail spending has grown about 13% since the near the early 2000s, according to the post, the Deloitte researchers say that figure is largely due to the growing U.S. population, not increased individual spending. I find that interesting. Y'all want to check that out? That's on The Hill. It's entitled Net Worth of Americans Age 18 to 4% since 1996. Moving forward. We got here. And then I'm gonna get to you know, we'll get to the show real quick. The US is more likely to end the trade war than face a Trump recession. That's what's popping right now, this trade war. Um we got we got gold, gold, gold kind of you know shot up. We're kind of followed a little bit and it dropped. It was it hit above fifteen dollars, I think. It was it was not earlier this week, it was last week. Which was, you know. It's been a while since you know, since it's been above fifteen, but you know, go pretty much stayed there while silver went back down. Now, you know, I checked today and you know one of the GPL indicators is really thing. And I'm having serious issues. It's okay. It's okay. Um, CNBC was likely to end the Trump um, and trade war, then face a recession. So, maybe Morgan's head quant that today that U.S. China trade deal could head off a Trump recession and ignite a powerful rally in high beta stocks. Me personally, um, it's probably real controversial, you know. But unfortunately, I truly feel that this dude's finna win another term, and that um, right when it starts to get to, you know, the uh, when he it starts to get to, he's running for reelection. He gonna he gonna wrap up this stuff with China, and the markets are gonna go crazy, man. That's when we're gonna start to melt up, you know, or not, or maybe he's like, I don't want to preside. I feel like the next presidency and a lot of people. And the next presidency is going to, you know, preserve over the next, you know, economic recession. Marco Kolonovic, global head of quantitative and derivative strategies, on stocks, but his views carries risk because it depends on progress being made in the trade war. The trade war has so far offset all benefits of fiscal stimulus and could lead to a global recession if it continues. That recession would be called the Trump recession because it would have been mainly caused by the trade policies of the President Donald Trump's administration, he noted. If the trade battle were to end, Kolonovic expects that there would be a swift rally in the stock market. Pay attention to that. I feel like, you know, might be saying something. This Bloomberg U.S. budget gap balloons 
to $739 billion despite U.S. budget deficit widened $738.6 billion in the first eight months of the fiscal year. They start their fiscal, the government starts their year in October. Maybe the fiscal year October. A $206 billion increase from the year earlier, despite a revenue boost from the President Donald Trump's tariffs on imported merchandise. The shortfall was 38.8% more than the same period a year ago. The Treasury Department said in its monthly budget review released today. So, the fiscal year that began in October, okay, it's over. A revenue of 0.8% had kept pace, 9.8% rising spending. Man, up the trade war with China. With higher levies on imports from the Asian nation, the United States recorded $4.9 billion in custom duties in April to
By contrast, the mechanism by which an inverted yield curve impacts the broader economy is less obvious, working through the financial markets in a less direct way. For example, there's now a risk that the yield curve is now so closely watched given its past success that the economy now reacts to it in a different way than previously. Watch for 4.1% unemployment. And y'all want to check that out? That's Forbes.com. How watching unemployment may prove a more robust recession tracker than the yield curve. Find that interesting. Forbes again. Caution. These stocks will cut their dividends. Sell now. I found this interesting. Why I'm sounding the alarm. Two reasons. The economy is strong. The Fed's kabuki theater. He says there's a hidden threat. Uh, the hidden threat is uh, dividend investors are in denial about the odds of a cut. Fewer companies have slashed their payouts this year. So you got Forbes.com telling them to sell certain stocks. I don't know what that tells you. What, what it tells me is, I mean, anytime anybody really, Forbes especially, start talking about selling Yeah, I guess, you know, you got to understand, man, they're talking to certain people. And they're, talk- they're talking to a certain class of people. Says the economist. The chances of the Federal Reserve interest rate cut this year have dramatically increased in the past month. According to a Reuters poll of economists warned trade tensions will intensify and the risk of a U.S. recession has crept up. Chair Jerome Powell last week, the central bank would act as a pulpit to address in the U.S. China trade or leaving it open for possible that is a sense. Such in the one after the change policy bias away steady tightening in anywhere. While many economists now argue that it's likely that the cut rates this year, some said they were reluctant to change base pace forecast the federal rate immediately, citing rapidly changing developments on trade talks. The latest consensus put rates on hold this year. Forty of one hundred common contributors from last forecast at least one rate cut at point in twenty nineteen compared to just eight respondents in the previous poll. When asked about the probability of the rate cut this year, median from a smaller sample of economists for 55% chance, which is the highest, with the highest 100%, excuse me, the probability was still high, which is 40% for two rate cuts this year. There's a full-blown full trade war. This final round of tariffs against China is the big, big concern, said Scott Brown, chief economist at Raymond James. Went on to say, I think there's a certain, I'm sorry, I think there's a certain scope for them to cut rates. If not in June, July is still a strong possibility, but obviously that is going to depend on the economic data. If we start to see some strong numbers, they will push that out. Interest rate futures markets are already pricing an 80% chance of the rate cut by July. The dollar is set to maintain its strength for the rest of the year, but will come under pressure from the trade war and eventual Fed rate cuts. And they start talking about the China war, whatever, trade war risks forcing Fed rate cut this year. That's on Reuters. Pay attention. Imports to busiest U.S. seaport complex 
fall 6% in May. Imports fell. Reuters is out of Los Angeles. Los Angeles and Long Beach Port Complex, number one hub for U.S. ocean trade with China, processed 6.3% fewer inbound cargo containers in May. Signaling that the escalating U.S. China trade war is rolling business activity. Exports from California Seaport Complex, the nation's busiest, fell 7.4% from the year, the court said. U.S. companies ranging from retailers to factories stockpiled goods for Washington and Beijing began slapping tariffs on ports last year. The May decline comes at a time importers are typically ramping up for the peak shipping season that brings in goods for the winter holidays. Escalating tariffs have pushed retailers to order goods early. Warehouses are brimming with import results in response. Ocean carriers are managing their vessels to deal with reduced demand. This is Mario Cordero, executive director at the port of Long Beach, where imports fell 19.5% versus May 2018, more than offsetting a 5.5% increase in imports at larger port of Los Angeles. The Trump administration had in May, announcing a tariff hike on $20 billion of Chinese products. China retaliated with tariffs on $60 billion of U.S. goods. That threat may have spawned another the trade bump. It typically extends for cargo shipping directly to the U.S. West Coast. Many ships call at multiple ports before crossing the ocean, adding weeks to the trip. So you think, you know, people, you know, Dan's, those people that, you know, work on ships, loading and offloading ships, you think they're working right now? What do you think about the unemployment numbers while we're being told from someone at the Fed to look at unemployment numbers? Versus yield curve. U.S. government posts $208 billion deficit in May. This is on Reuters. I think we spoke about that. That's crazy. Let's move on. Reuters, Wall Street slips. Banks fall with prospect of rate cut and energy drops. Wall Street ended down slightly today. Bank stocks declining as prospects of a U.S. rate cut rose. And energy shares tumbling along with oil prices. A report in the Labor Department showed U.S. consumer prices rose four, no, no, I'm sorry, a 10% May, in line with estimates of economists sold by Reuters, pointing to moderate inflation. This back the case for rate cut by the Federal Reserve. Banking stocks, which tend to benefit from high interest rates, dropped 1.0%. The broader national sector, though, just 1% still. Hopes that the Fed will act to counter slowing global counter. The global slowing economy due to the other was going to have spurred Italian stocks this month. Fed policy makers will meet again on June 18th, 19th. Markets have priced in at least straight cuts in 2019. Fed fund futures imply around an 80% chance of an easing rate soon as July. So, you know, banks, they pay, they pay dividends. And, you know, they pay dividends, not dividends, I'm sorry. Yeah, they pay dividends for stockholders, but they pay interest on deposits, is what I meant to say. And, you know, they're going to have less deposits, so that, you know, they have less money to pay interest. I know. Look at that as being correlated. Reuters muted U.S. inflation, strengthens case for Fed rate. I'm just going to read the headline on that one. 
CNBC gold climbs on Fed rate cut speculation. Growth concerns. Gold prices gain momentum today as the dollar dip on speculation. The U.S. Bank, I'm sorry, the Central Bank, would have interest rates here amid concerns about waiting global economic growth. Today, global equities are weaker. They're saving buying and buying ahead of the U.S. Fed meeting next week. This is Bob Habercorn, senior market strategist, RJO Futures. If the Fed cuts rates June, see substantial change here, precious metals market. People are trying to get ahead of that and add gold to the portfolio. Look here. I'm always telling y'all to grab real money. And last but not least, came in from a listener. Shout out, shout out to you. China is buying more gold and more gold as trade war drags on. China extended its gold buying spree, adding to reserves for a sixth straight month. As the protracted trade war with the U.S. hurts growth expectations and boosts the portfolio diversifier, the People's Bank of China increases its bullion reserves to 61.61 million ounces in May, 61.10 million a month early, according to their release on Monday. So they got what is that? Five? Yeah, what is that? Five hundred? Five hundred thousand? 500,000 ounces, man. In terms, that's the rise of 15.6 tons. After almost 58 tons of gold were added to the stockpile in only five months. The rise re- reflects the government's determined diversification away from dollar assets. Argonaut Security LED analyst Helen Lau said adding the retail demand has also picked up. At this rate of accumulation, China could buy 150 tons in 2019, according to Lao. She says it's a diversification away from the U.S. dollar, particularly given the trade tensions and potential technology gold war that's evolving. This is Bart Malik. I guess that wasn't she. Global head of the commodity strategy VFB Securities. You have to remember, gold is nobody's liability. So, you know, hey, if you got gold, you're feeling If you don't have gold, you can get your hands on at least some. Um, you know, I'm, I'm involved in care bars. I don't push it because, you know, I'm not, I don't use it to make money. You know, use it to get my hands on real gold when I only have, you know, 100 bucks or something to spend on some gold. I'll grab some bars. If I got more, you know, I'm going to go grab some coins, like a 10,000 coin, you know, some grams, some gram bars, something like that. All of them, but so if you're interested in, you know, grabbing some gold for on the cheap, hit me up. I've been at WelcomeToTheFoundation.com. I'll plug care bars. That's cool. Um, otherwise, you know, you can check your local pawn shop. Usually, local pawn shops are their best to make sure gold silver is not and they price gouge people, you know, they really give them $5 so they're able to make profit and, you know, be able to give you a deal. Also, any, any local retail shops, you know, they're pretty good at, you know, spotting fakes. And I suggest you get your hands on something. It's, uh, you know, to me personally, it's never a bad idea. 
I'm never. I'm not going to say like all all Welsh held in gold and silver. We you know private. We save in real money. We don't invest in gold and silver. It's not an investment. You look at an investment, you're going to be upset. What it really does is preserves your purchasing power. So we save in gold and silver. We private have some check. We have accounts. We trust. But we don't have no savings accounts. We don't deal with savings accounts. Line of credit, maybe no savings. We save in, in real money. Um, specifically at this level, you know, when you're when we're first going private, that's you know gonna be um, typically silver and then gold in that order. Um, get into you know diamonds, emerald, pearls, you know, kind of more speculative. Um, classic cars, they they increase in value um, if you take care of them. Uh, what else? Um, certain types of art. You know, the tangible asset, you get your hands on a Renoir, <laughs> you know, one of them, uh, you know, one of them Picasso's or something, hold on to it for a few years, it's, you know, increasing value. You know, tangible assets, we see tangible assets, we're not playing around. So, you know, um, especially when this, with this stuff going on, I'm not at all surprised that, you know, gold has made its move, silver made a little move, but more specifically, I want y'all to look at what uh, rhodium. Rhodium is a precious metal. It's R H O D I U M. And you know you should you should track the price of rhodium over the last I don't know six months. You can do a year if you want, but you know just track the price of that metal and see what that has done. Uh, to me, you know it's, it's very impressive. And of course, you know rhodium is real money as well. But you know get your base in silver. I would say get your base in silver. I feel like it's heavily undervalued, especially, you know, um, you'll hear a lot of people say this silver has, um, you know, it's used for jewelry. It's also used in industry um, heavily in, you know, electronics, stuff like that. They're putting it in, you know, Under Armour shirts because it has a uh, properties in it that kill bacteria. So you don't, you know, athletes don't stink. There's a lot of uses for silver. And I think it's heavily, heavily undervalued. Heavily undervalued, um, you know, and we'll see as you know we get further and further into you know the the downturn or the end of this you know this certain economic system we got going on whether it's going to completely fall over whether there will be remnants we don't know but I you know depending on your age we, you know I feel like definitely we'll see this in in our lifetime it's going to happen and uh, you know you want to be prepared. So if you if you have a savings account, I suggest you close it, take all the cash out, and go buy some precious metals. If you're looking to you know use the savings account, like if you're saving for a car or some sort of purchase or college or something like that, don't do what I'm saying. Um, keep that in cash because that's that's an expense as far as I'm concerned, and we keep cash for expenses as far as you know being trustees. But you know, you should be saving in precious metals. You should be saving in tangible assets. You should be saving in tangible assets. Using these notes as fast as you can. And, you know, whatever you're saving, uh, that typically, which you're just, you know, every dollar you get, you're supposed to save a dime. Uh, I would personally say 15 to 20 cents if you can. But, you know, at the very least, every dollar you, you receive, you should you should take 10 cents of it and put it Put it up. So, you know, I um, 
I digress a little bit. I apologize. I kind of ranted at y'all about, you know, precious metals, but obviously it's, you know, something that is significant to me. And if you've never held, you know, gold or silver in your hand, a gold coin or a gold bar or, you know, a silver bar in your hands, you should, you should do it because there's something, I don't know. I feel like there's something in our genetics, something in our DNA where once it's in our hand, we feel it, we're looking at it, we understand what it is. And I feel like that's the ancestors, like, ooh, <laughs> you know, I don't know, though, you know what I'm saying? But hey, check this out, look, uh, we're going to get into the show, man, art funding, trust investments. Um, yeah, it's, it's a little, um, the topic is a little intense. You know, I know typically the audience, mostly we, we beginners, but, you know, I do get repetitive and um, I know repetition, you know, builds understanding and knowledge, but I do want, you know, I guess spice it up a little bit for those of you who, you know, kind of, you know, pick up what I'm putting down and you're like, okay, well, you know, what, what if I do have a trust? Maybe, you know, not everybody comes to the foundation and gets involved in trustee training. You know, there's other mentors out there. I, you know, I didn't learn trust from me. You know, I learned it from a mentor. Um, I definitely had to fly across the country and mentor like in person because it wasn't happening otherwise. But I did that. And not everybody has the opportunity to do that. I understand that. Um, so, you know, Aaron has a reason and cause you know, for the final day. So with that, let me jump to this show. So, you know, a lot of people, you know, a lot of, first and foremost, let me say this. <laughs> I shouldn't have to say this, but it's it's been several times. Maybe it's because we did the show together. I brought him on the show for two weeks. Um, Maybe it's because, like, my dad, him and my dad grew up in the same exact neighborhood, like, for real. My dad raised me, so, you know, I speak my, my vernacular. It's very similar to Mothers, but then there's some East Coast in there, and there's some, there's some California. People be like, all right, everybody's always like, where am I from? You know, um, especially when they hear my accent or lack thereof. But, you know, I do got some Southern, you know, some Southern drawl in, uh, you know, in, in, my, in my vernacular, you know, in my speak. And, you know, I just need to make an announcement. My eye uses it. I mean, I appreciate it. It's, it's humbling. That people confuse me with Yusuf L. It, it's very humbling. You know, that's one of the highest compliments you give me. But, like, I got people making donations. And, and, and that you you know, you're sending your money. And then I'm trying to book conversation with you. And, you know, through the email, I'm realizing you think I'm not Yusuf L. Yusuf L is my big brother, you know, in the spirit realm. And he, my dad, like, he reminds me of my uncle I never had. Family, I'm serious. It's like, every time I deal with his brothers, I'm the monk. I mean, like, your dad, there's something very familiar, familiar, like family. About you. you know what I'm saying? So, okay, I'm getting confused for you. That's that's very, I'm flattered. But, you know, I'm getting emails, people are making conversations, you know. You know, I've even, you know, <laughs> I'm not trying to throw nobody on the bus, you know, for real. I'm not used to you know, I appreciate it. I really respect it, but I'm not used to my name is so L. I'm a whole different brother. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not saying. But do rock on high frequency and maybe
maybe haven't been, you know, responsible in communicating that I'm, you know, my name is So and um, Yusuf, you know, my big brother, Yusuf, uncle. He's, you know, he's he's my elder. I defer to him, and I will never be like, yeah, I'm Yusuf, <laughs> you know, because you want to ask me a question, I'm like, uh, because <laughs> I don't, you know, he'd be on that, you know, he'd be on them bonds and the security party and the GSME. Hey, hey, I stay in my lane, you know. I, hey, I know what it is. You know, going all this, feel me? So with that, <laughs> with that being said, you know, and some of y'all might be like, you don't even sound like Yusuf. And, you know, respect, man, respect. You know, respect your observation, your intelligence. But there's some people who I mean it's not about intelligence, you know. Some people, you know, I guess we. And I've been told they were like, yeah, your voice is you kind of sound like Yusuf sometimes. So I'm gonna be feeling the spirit. I don't know, man. It's the spirit of you spell or whatever. But yeah, I'm so ill. I'm not used to um, I'm flattered. And, I, you know, um, I've been all over the world. And everywhere I've been, I've seen people who look like me in the lowest economic position. And I've spoken, you know, quote, alleged Negro. And I, you know, special treatment. And, you know, you're different, not like the rest. And I wasn't cool with that type of lifestyle. Like, I'm straight. So, you know, I want I want to do business with my people. The foundation business. On the private side is trust. And that's what I deal with. I deal with trust, man. Stand up your trust, man. Your trust is state, man. Okay, you got an LLC. Let's do it. You got a company. You want some business credit. So on and so forth. I got you. But, you know, that's what I'm on. That's what I, that's what I do. That's why I do this. So, hopefully, you know. You know, hopefully that hopefully that helps. So, you know, the art of funding of trust, man. Look I wanna I wanna make this distinction. What is the concept of funding a tr- private con cause this is a thing I'm capturing trust like yo what what isn't that a minimum contract? It, have a trust right in your funding, especially your initial corpus, the first asset that went into the trust is some public with reserve notes or uh, corporate interest in, um, you know, a sort of corporation, LLC, shares, whatever, membership interest, um, uh, a birth certificate. The corporate of the trust, you understand? Minimum contacts, understand? Um, form versus substance. Now you know those high-level attorneys and you know internal service agents are taught to look the substance transaction versus form. I don't know if it's the um, the topic of the show or what, but I'm really 
really having issues over here. This is the second time I lost connection. Um, I appreciate I appreciate the fam. Um, for I appreciate you texting me, fam, and let me know that it was mad choppy. Um, text me now and let me know if it's better. If you could. Okay, cool. Yeah, I lost. All right, cool. All right, appreciate it, y'all. Um, yeah, I'm back in the house. Yeah, so I don't know if it's the topic of the show or what's going on, but this is like this is like the second time I lost my connection. Um, luckily, I have my backups, but you know I'm on the backup right now. So let me make sure. Let me make sure. Okay, so we're good. Yeah. Okay, so look. Um, I'm, I'm I'm talking about the logic of you know your initial your initial funding like the initial corpus that is exchanged or granted in the trust being something that derives itself from the public. You know what I mean? How does that make sense? Tell me about that. Let's talk about that for a second. Let's, let's just let's just take a moment and think about that for a second. And how, what is the substance of that transaction? Your first transaction, your funding of the trust, the granting of the initial, um, oh man, the initial trust, the initial, you know, corpus of the trust. How, how does it look when it, when that so-called asset is from the public? You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm saying, like, I don't really be getting into this whole, all this, uh, you know, I'm going to capture the straw and put it in a private trust. And I, you know, I mean, look, you know, I feel like people who are talking like that don't really understand the juris- how jurisdiction and the distinctions between public and private. And people be like, oh, public and private, it sounds like, you know, whatever. But look, man, we're talking about entities, man. It's commerce, right? It's monopoly. We talking about that. There's the shoe. You got the shoe. You got the wheelbarrow. You got the top hat. What else you got? There's a dog on there. You know what I mean? We talking about. We talking about the. We talking about the entities. Are you is it public or is it private? Is it governed by public law or private law? Are you executing a private right or exercising a private right or a private contractual obligation? Are you attempting to exercise a public benefit? To me, very simple. To me, you know, to me it's very simple. So yeah, let's think about that. Let's think about that for a second. I'm gonna try to connect again. What you you do with the what you call it. So I'm gonna tell you this off top, you know. Um and those of you in the, you know, in the private, especially all in my, you know, in the, in the trustee training for the foundation, you know that, you know, uh, we don't, we don't fund, uh, we don't fund our trust in the private with Federal Reserve notes. We don't fund our trust in the private with anything. That has a, um. A value that is derived
going on with the mic? There it is, right? Uh, okay, cool, cool. All right, so I'm back. I'm back on the team. We don't fund our our with any any anything any so-called asset that derives its value from any fiat currency. Let's get specific. Why would you fund your private contractual trust with anything that derives its value from any fiat currency? I'm not talking just about Federal Reserve notes or what we know as dollars. Did you know you can you can fund a trust with with um two pieces of silver. That can be the initial corpus of the trust. It has intrinsic value. You know you can fund a trust with a painting. It has intrinsic value. The grantor grants that into the trust. That's the initial corpus. Now other assets can be exchanged into the trust. The trustees determine whether it's corpus or income. But the initial granting of the corpus with your private as we lay the foundation you know I like to step on toes it could be a very nice suit with the vest Anything that has value is what I'm saying. Now, you want to get creative. Some of you, most of you, will never hit me up and say, yo, Soda, I'd like to get into trustee training. Matter of fact, I'm glad that reminds me. I will. I have to decide when. But um, I'm I'm going to be closing um, new additions to trustee training coming up here pretty soon because... um, I want to give those who are in the training a chance to get enough of my time, but it's looking like I'm not going to be able to continue to do trustee training privately for much longer. So I will be, you know, no longer accepting trustees. I have to decide when, but I want to give people enough time because I know how it is and I know how funds are and I know how how important this is to some of y'all. To most of y'all, I know how important it is, but I can't, I can't be everything all the time. And I don't feel like I'm everything all the time, but at the same time, like I got other things that are going, that are happening. And, um, you know, like I said, my, I do this so I can do business with my people and, you know, I've been doing business with my people and I'm doing more business with my people. You know, there's uh, several trustees in the private that I'm, I'm very excited to work with in the private, you know, former trust, business trust, let's do this. Um, from real estate to, you know, even even crypto, like, it doesn't matter. So, um, you know, even last week, like, I couldn't do the show um, last week. It's just, you know, I'm, unfortunately, I'm, I'm getting busy. So, 
this is the announcement. I'm not going to say a date yet because <clears throat> I'll, 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 I'll figure out the date by next show. But uh, I do have to say, like, I'm, I'm it's going to be very soon. I'm no longer going to be able to accept uh, new trustees. So, you know, I'm, I'm putting y'all on notice. A gentleman always gives notice. This is the notice. Um, moving forward, yeah, some of y'all will never hit me up and be like, yo, um, I'm looking to get in trustee training. Let's do this. So for those of you who, you know, and for those of you who are listening to this in some sort of archive and you can't get a hold of me, and you're like, man, what happened to Soap? Like he, you know, I listened to a bunch of his shows. You know, I really liked the way he put it down. You know, I was really excited to, you know, get my knowledge up and, you know, interface with his brother. For those of y'all who are looking, who are listening, you know, to MP3, and I'm no longer in the public or whatever, I want to tell you, you know, do not fund your trust. Do not grant your trust with anything that derives its value from any fiat currency that's denominated in fiat currency. That's stocks, that's bonds. A lot of people say the birth certificate's worth $100 million. $100 million is Federal Reserve notes. That's a fiat currency. Now, I'm not saying nothing about the SPC process. That's public. That's on, that's on the public side. I'm talking about the private side. I would not recommend it. I would not recommend it at all. And like I said, you know, things you can do. I like gold. I like silver. There's nothing. Silver is like less than $15 an ounce plus spot price. So you're looking at like 17 bucks, give or take a few half dollars or something. Give or take a dollar, 17 bucks. You're looking at about 17 bucks for an ounce of silver. $34 for two ounces. You can start a trust with, with one ounce. In order for it to be recognized as a trust, it has to have a corpus. It has to have a purpose and um, a little jewel. It has to have a date where the trust um, basically dissolves. I can't think of the word, a better word, because dissolve is a little more corporate. And I don't really like that word for talking private. Now, that's not to say that, hey, the trustees can't decide to extend the life of the trust for another set time of years. But um, there's a rule against uh, perpetuities when it comes to proper trusts. And um, perpetual life is only granted by statutory authority to corporations. Even we as humans don't have perpetual life. It's it's a it's a fraud. It's an illusion. Perpetual life is an illusion, and it can only be granted to illusionary entities. Make sense? So you want to have a date listed in the trust indenture that specifies the disillusion or the you know the canceling of the trust. 
Um, you want to study arms length distance and you want to study self-dealing. But the art of funding a trust is really such that it's an art. Get, get. I mean, you can fund a trust with a beneficiary certificate from another trust, from a business trust, so to speak, and say this beneficiary certificate is worth such and such amount over 10 years. Like, well, where did you derive that amount from? Well, the beneficiary certificates represents beneficial interest in such and such trust. Such and such trust is in the business of such and such. And through profit and loss projections and financial projections, according to the business plan and its current business transactions, over the course of five or ten years, the business stands to make this much money. Due to this certificate and an equal distributable distributable portion of specific income that we is projected to make year over year, the pro rata share to be distribute, distributed to this trust because of the certificate equals the amount that we specified. If you have the correct paperwork, that is going to fly. If you have the correct substantiation, that will absolutely fly. Absolutely. 100%. You got to know what you're doing, though. You have to have studied. You got to know what you're doing. Man, what's up with this connection? I haven't got any texts, so I'm expecting it's all good. So, you know, get creative with the funding, you know, especially, you know, the initial funding. It's it's creation, it's birth, you know. You want to get creative with that. You want to you want to be distinct and understand the the demarcation line between public and private entities. Does it always existence to legislation or some sort of act of legislations some sort of statutory code that's in in the statutes of whatever particular state or does it always existence to the exercise of the right of contract the right of common law the common law right to contract not a common law trust Common law right to contract. Is the contract make the law and govern the instrument? Govern the, you know, govern the entity? Yeah, instrument. Sure. Or is there governance by statute? It depends, you know. Hey, even if you have a contractual trust, you have the right, you have the right trust. You have the right entity. You can administer it improperly. Investments, there are specific investments. Hold on. Fund, I'm going to stay on funding for a second. <laughs> now, once you get past the initial funding, you know, you you obtain or cause to be issued an EIN to the trust. Sure, you can get a, a trust account at a bank and hold Federal Reserve notes. That's not... Sure, it's it's a minimum contact. 
but you can show substantiation that hey, you know, the tr- this is the business and the purpose and thrust overall thrust of the trust. And according to the indenture, this is one of the activities authorized by the indenture. This is an authorized activity to create income for the benefit of the beneficiaries. They're going to look to the corpus of the trust. They're going to, you know, they may look to the indenture itself and see what, you know, what actually was granted into the trust initially. And the more, you know, ducks you have in a row, the more substantiation that you've done, the better situation is going to transpire. You see, we got to stop thinking so public. We got to, you know, question um, who who taught us that, you know, these Federal Reserve notes were valuable. Well, my parents, ultimately, okay, who taught them? Well, their parents, okay, who taught them? Well, their parents, okay, who taught them? Okay, well, the government. All right, so how does this benefit the government for you to think and believe that this is actual value? And the ultimate, the ultimate valuable form of um, wealth is actual, you know, notes. Who taught you that and who stands to gain? I can put it simply that um, you 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 you're taught by the public to save save save. There's all types of savings accounts with you know certain percentages. There's certificates of deposit. There's Roth IRAs. There's all types of stuff for you to save your Federal Reserve notes. But with deflationary policy that all central banks participate in. It is guaranteed that within a span of 10 years, 15 years, it's going to cost you 20, 30 percent more of those notes to get the same goods and services. So if you save, 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 you're going to save yourself into poverty. How can you pass on wealth? When the units of wealth that you are holding are steadily depreciating. How does that make sense? Why would we start cast, create, craft a trust privately and grant the initial corpus public Commercial paper, debt notes. How does that make sense? Come on, yo. How does that make sense? We got to ask questions. On the public, you follow directions. Read this, do this. Public, you read this, do this. Who You go ask somebody for permission. They tell you yes, they tell you no. They tell you no. You bicker. You're going to complain. You're going to do a Facebook post about how whatever, whatever. You might call up your homeboy, your homegirl, and ruin their mood. But the energy isn't going to be directed to where it's supposed to go or where, you know, it actually should go because we're trained. 
In the private, we need to think. We need to ask questions. We need to ascertain specific information so that we can make the best decision. And we need to be able to think extrapolated, like extrapolated thinking, which means over time. Like, you know, think from not just today, but tomorrow, next week, and extrapolate all the way into two, three, four, five, ten years. Wealthy people have a two-month, six-month, one-year, two-year, five-year, ten-year, 15 and 25 year plans families plan in um uh, half centuries or you know if they're just starting out usually they, they they families plan in generations individuals should you know wealthy individuals plan you know have multiple plans for multiple segments of time in the future and are steadily working toward the execution of those plans. So, you know, when it comes to, you know, the art of funding trust, get creative. The private is heavily occupied by those with creative minds. Inquisitive, inquiring, and creative minds. Those that, you know, typically say, how can I instead of I can't? I can't close it off. It's going to close your mind off. I can't. So you stop thinking of solutions. I can't do it. I can't breathe. I can't. But if you say, how can I? How can I? How can I do it? It's, 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 the, it's an abundant. It's on the abundant side. It's on the other side of, of thinking. We live in a three-dimensional dualistic reality. Y'all can hear me? Man, I swear. Saboteurs. There's saboteurs. Saboteurs are aplenty these days. Excuse me. <coughs> so yeah, use 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 your um <laughs> my grandma used to say, use your noodle boy. Use your noodle boy. Um, it's important for us to th- be able to think on our feet. Um, and it's important for us to, you know, anticipate um, things that could come in the future, so we don't get caught off guard. And worst case scenario, we got we can deal with it, but we have, you know, already thought out ways to to deal with these these things. So get creative when it comes to funding. It's an art form. As far as investments, you know. Um, there are specific there are specific investments that only public charities, private foundations, and trusts are able to get into. When you are private, when you go private, matter of fact, how about this? Let's do some homework. I ain't never assigned no homework to nobody on no show. 
But if you're so inclined, if if you if your if your mind is inquisitive and you're like, man, I wonder what I wonder, what is he talking about? Do this tomorrow, even right now. I want you to you know jump online the nearest hospital, college, or university to you, the nearest one. I want you to to either call them or do a search online. You got to find the donor department. Follow what I'm saying? The donor department. Hospital, university, or college. Hit them up. You can call them on the general line or something, whatever. Say, hey, I'd like to speak to someone in the donor department. So you want to get on the line with the donor department. When you get on, hey, hi, this is, you know, Steve McNeil. Um, I'm here with, you know, the University of Montana donor, donor Department. How can I help you? I want you to say this word for word. Hi, my name is, say your name. I am the trustee of, say a trust. You can say, you know, if your name is uh, Tasha Johnson, say, I. my name is Tasha Johnson. And I am the trustee of the Johnson Family Trust. I'm calling to inquire and get some information regarding your endowments or any of your endowment programs. And then just shut up because they're going to start rifling off information. Um, They may ask you a few questions. What would you like the money to be used for? Oh, you know, I would just like to be open for a scholarship. For those who are um, uh, of low income, because with endowments you can't specify. Oh, I wanted to only go to so-called black people. I want to only go to China. You can't do that. You can't. That's that because it's a public entity and they they cannot. Um, what is it called? They cannot. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Discriminate, that's the word. They cannot discriminate based on race, color, uh, sex, so on and so forth. Religion. You know, I only want this endowment to use to be used for, you know, Catholics or Moors or so you can't do that. Because it's public, you understand. You understand the demarcation between public and private. But if you like you're just like, yo, um I just want, you know, for those, you know, who are low income, you know, I want you know, we we can let it be grants and stuff. And they're gonna start telling you some stuff that you ain't never heard before and ask questions if you don't have any questions if you're kind of stumped just say you know uh, is there anything else you'd like to tell me that I should know before I bring this back to the board and we make a decision on it and there probably will be and you know take some notes and stuff and then you know pick your jaw up off the floor and realize that this stuff has been going on for hundreds of years you just didn't know about it and endowment is perpetual. It's for life. So after you pass, you know, it's still going to the trust. Multiple generations of trustees, you know, they're going to be taught by their successor trustees that, hey, there's specific income that comes in once every quarter, once every, you know, um, six months, once a year. That is, you know, part of trust income. You can make it part of the corpus. You can do this. We traditionally do this with this. But, you know, as trustees, y'all can determine what you want to do with it. Just make sure that you handle our state. It will be there for generations. This is how the wealthy get wealthier. It's one way how the wealthier get wealthier. It's, I mean, 
this information will change your life. I'm telling you, it's just up to you and up to your personal circumstances, personal situation, how long it's going to take to change your life. Are you going to do the requisite studies? Are you going to do the requisite leg work? Are you, you know, in a certain, you know, income threshold, if you make a little less, it's going to take a little more time. But if you start getting your hands into these private ways of accumulating and um, growing your wealth as soon as possible, in two, three, four, five years, you will have a different level lifestyle. You will have a better quality of life. I guarantee it. I'm, I'm living proof. But check it out. We got about 60 seconds left in the live broadcast. If you're listening online, you want to call in 424-222-5250. Otherwise, in about 45 seconds, you will be disconnected and you will have to check out the archive of this episode episode to you know catch the rest of it. I will be streaming. Got the show off. Um, started about a half hour late. I was running late, y'all. I apologize. And since I didn't make the last show, I bet you there's a bunch of people who just think that the foundation is popping. The foundation is still popping. But yeah, if you're listening online, you want to call in. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, there 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 are things, you know. And I'm gonna tell you, like, there's um there's one aspect of uh you know. Of you know, there's there's one there's one behavior that you know we're supposed to partake in once we go to the private. Um, there's specifically there's three you know you know that I was put on the game. Well, four there's four I was put on the game, but there was one out of the four that I wasn't really feeling, and I didn't do it right away, and I regret it because I didn't understand it. You know, and I, and I understand there's a lot of people who do not make a move. You're frozen. Because you're dealing with fear and you're dealing with lack of knowledge and lack of information, you know, and you're and you you're not making a move. I get it, you know. I understand. It happened, you know. Hey, it's part of life. But that, mm. I'll tell you my personal experience when I was frozen because I didn't understand what my man was telling me. Even though I trusted him, I didn't really understand what he was saying. And I felt like, yo, I'm getting I'm getting bread. I got, you know, I got investments, you know, I got intellectual property. I get, you know, royalty checks and so on and so forth. Like I'm not really tripping, man. You know, you're saying, you know, you're kinda going doing extra. It wasn't extra, man. It was my, my ego. It was it was my fear. It was I don't my stupidity, my lack of trust, my whatever, whatever it was, I regret it. Now, you know, I I did get in and start behaving because it's, it's a behavior. Um, well, transacting in the way that my mentor told me to do, and now that I've been doing it for a couple years, I realize that I, if I would have been doing it for a couple more years, it would be double the lucrative. It'd be doubly lucrative. When you go private, when you when you get this information, when you understand. You know, the distinction between public and private when you get your hands on the proper education materials, when you get your hands on the proper indentures, you get your hands on the proper 
excuse me, mentor. And you start making moves, opening accounts, banks, you know, trust accounts, checking accounts, um, brokerage accounts if you want to, start titling vehicles and properties and so on and so forth into the names of trusts and stuff like that. And you start behaving and demonstrating your new knowledge. You begin to accumulate wealth. Like seriously. Seriously. Now, at what rate you will be accumulating this wealth is up to you. It's a personal thing. Like I said, there's things I regret. I would be at a different rate right now if I didn't do what I was told to do. I had the feeling it felt right, you know, and I was I, I maybe I was like I felt maybe I felt like, hey man, I'm I'm following what you're saying. I'm not, you know, I'm listening. I had like four mentors, man. I spent like 30, over 30 G's in like six, five or six months with all these mentors, man. Flying everywhere, flying all over the place. And I'm, you know, I felt like I was, you know, I got a problem with authority. I felt like I was listening. I was doing a bunch of stuff that I was told to do. And in that one instance, I'm going to do what I tell myself to do. And I burned for it. I lost, I lost out on wealth, man. My estate lost out on wealth, man. And I know that, like I said, there's some out you like, man, I know I got to go private. And I know, blah, blah, blah. When you, you haven't invested in your private education, whether it's hitting up the foundation and doing the trustee training with the foundation or whatever medium you choose or determine to get this private knowledge from the informed. Either you're born in an informed family or you're born in an uninformed family. That's it. Either you get lucky if you're born in an uninformed family, you can come across those who have the informed information or knowledge, or you stay in the public and you deal with what we call controlled knowledge. I don't care what you got behind your name, player. That's public, man. That's what they want you to know. You get to the point where you stop thinking in scarcity. And you start thinking in abundance. He's like, oh man, there is enough for everybody. There's more than enough for everybody. There's enough money. There's, you know, I can I can get my piece of the pie. Matter of fact, I can give the whole pie. And if I, you know, if I can't get the whole pie myself, I'll get half the pie and teach my successors how to get the rest. You start behaving differently when you go private, y'all. I'm serious. It's a sacrifice, though. You got to grind how most won't. So you can live how most can't, hands down. And I, and, I, and it's not oh you work hard and you'll be successful. Nah, man, you work hard and you work smart, you will be successful. That's the qualification, which which epitomizes you have to grind how most won't. And my man, most everybody I know gets up and goes to work nine to five. But they, 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 you know, if they do have a garage, or if they do have extra space, they ain't working on their own thing. Ninety something, ninety-five percent of the people that I know and come into contract with, they work for someone else's company. That's doing what most do. That's grinding how most grind. Ain't, ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You making, you know, you, you supporting your family, you handling your business, you, you feeding yourself, you're clothing yourself, you handling your business. But grinding how most grind is not going to enable you to live how most can't. There's things that I can do that most cannot do. 
Perfect example. A few months ago, um, through the trust, I went and purchased a vehicle. And it was more than $10,000. And you know, I, I you know, through, you know, the board of trustees, you know, gave gave me discretion. <laughs> See what I'm saying? And in executing the, the resolution of the board of trustees, I determined, which was well within my delegation of authority from the board of trustees, that you know, instead of paying for the whole thing up front, like I said, it was over. It was over ten G's. The trust would just put ten thousand down and finance the rest and build, you know, the business trust credit profile with that transaction. Most people cannot walk into a dealership and put more than. $500 now And I'm not stunting on y'all Because it wasn't my money I don't, I don't have any money I haven't made money in years <laughs> But that's living how most can't Executing the contract How most cannot Because I grind how most would not Like nah man I'm good I'm gonna go home and have a beer I'm gonna watch the game And I worked hard today For another man's company for another woman's company. I worked hard today. Okay, man. I'm not going to argue with you. But that's not how you get it. So, you know, hey, you know, hey. If you're up to it, get get in contact with a hospital, university, college, donor department. And inquire to their endowment programs. And prepare to be amazed. And flabbergasted, like, man, I didn't, I never knew about stuff like this. Yep, didn't know about it. It's because we come from uninformed families. I had to go, look, I was introduced to this stuff in the south of France, in the city of Cannes, where they do the music festival, and where they do the film festival. It's the Cannes Film Festival. It's in the south of France. It's on the Mediterranean. They got palm trees. Um, right up the coast is Nice, and then further up the coast is Monaco. And it's some of the coldest lifestyle I've ever been a part of. It really spoiled me. I'm a different dude. I was different ever since I went over there and was over there for a while. I was, I've was i always been different. Always been different. It changed me. It elevated my palate. It changed my tastes and what I will and will not tolerate and what I wanted and did not want. I was in the south of France before I heard anything relevant to me and what I'm doing with regards to trust. Most people are in the, don't and be, don't you know don't be chopping up with people on large boats in the south of France. So you know, and I was grinding. I was grinding. I was you know I brought a brand international. I really did. I'm, I'm no joke. And I don't have nothing to prove to y'all. So I don't you know I don't be out here telling all the business. Yusuf blew me out. You know what I'm saying he straight up blew my cover. But you know I'm more of a private person, and you know that's a brand. And it was successful. And um, with that success, I saw what I wanted and didn't want. And I want to do business with my people. I really, really, really do. It's, it's fun. It's fun sitting on a beach, cracking up. And I look to my side or look to my left. And, you know, people sitting next to me look like me have, you know, probably come up in a situation very similar to mine. We have similar goals, aspirations. We have a you know a similar heritage. We have similar um, um, spiritual beliefs. 
You know, we have similar um, shortcomings. We have similar um, experiences, whether it's, you know, experiencing racism or poverty or something like that. Like, that's how I like, I like to chill. I'm more comfortable around my people. I'm not comfortable, you know, around, you know, people who don't necessarily look like me. I could do it. I could do it with the best of them. But after a while, it gets old. It gets real old. And I just want to chill with my peoples and have them talk shit about somebody. <laughs> You know what I mean? Or get cussed out, or you know, I don't know, man. But we've been, you know, we've been miseducated, and you know, the foundation is, uh, you know, charitable educational endeavor, and that's what I'm looking to do. But you know, time is limited. So with that being said, man, that's it. That's you know, the art of funding trust. And investments, you know, on the trust side, man. You know, hey, trustee training. Hey, you want to you want to do some stocks and bonds and stuff? I'm not saying don't do it. Do it in the trust. Straight up, you know, trust can go to you know Fidelity, Charles Schwab, you know, all these you know brokerage firms and open an account in an, in the trust name. You know, so if you make some money, you know, it's trust income. It can be expensed. It can be distributed, so on and so forth. It's not coming. Having to be, you know, reported to the individual. The individual is the worst entity you can use to generate income in the public or to title property in the public, real or personal. I don't care. The worst, the worst, the lowest entity, the worst. And they throw everybody in it. Like, yeah, we're gonna race, and I throw, I throw you in a, in a uh, Honda Civic. And you look over and I'm sitting in the Bugatti V12 Twin Turbo Talking about we gonna race It's a $2,000 buy in <laughs> You wanna give me your $2,000 But if you don't You know what I'm saying We're gonna throw you Cause you ain't paying your taxes You feel what I'm saying It is a race It's the rat race Let's get out this rat race We can do it I did it We can do it You can do it If I can do it You can do it man I met so many I met so many people that had money that were stupid. They were absolutely dumb. Absolutely. Like, I mean, for real. Like, fam. Man. So, don't think it can't be you. Don't think you can't change your life. Don't think your life can't change in as little as 12 to 24 months. Seriously. I've been flying so much. I got free flights. With I got something. I got three different, uh, two different accounts that have free round trip tickets on it and that's just you know that's business man do what you want to do do what you love man but you got to go get it you got to you know picture in your mind you know you got to you got to feel the feeling of you know what it would be like to be there and then you got to go get it and then keep that in your mind you got to go get it and you will be tested don't give up don't don't punk out you gonna punk out then it's not for you. Just we're trying to be inspirational, y'all. I'm gonna go to the phone lines in a few, uh, you know, a couple minutes, man. Four, two, four. Uh, never mind. We're streaming. So if y'all in the switchboard, you got a question, you got a comment, you want to cuss me out, you want to call me out, whatever, man. You know, I'm open for it. You know, hey, just push one on your keypad. I'm gonna do a couple calls. I'm gonna end the show because I started a half hour late, and I know, you know, some of y'all got to work in the morning. You know, I'm trying to go. I'm trying to go to my guy's uh, studio. 
tonight. So, big things, big things. Phone lines is open, 717-9185. First caller, peace. What's your name? Where you calling from? Peace. So, it's Joseph. Um, was uh, Just wanted to kind of get your opinion, or not opinion, but, you know, some information about purchasing things from an arm's length um, with the trust. So if I, you know, if my trust perhaps doesn't have a bank account yet, but I do want to start making some purchases with the trust, um, you know, can I do that from a personal account um, and still be at arm's length? The only way you can do that is if you have uh, terms in the trust indenture that any um, any expenses that the trustees pay for will be reimbursed by the trust. Okay. So if you purchase, if you pay for it with your money, you better, uh, you know, fill out a little reimbursement form and then, you know, attach the receipt and put that in the trust documentation and then cut yourself a check from the trust account whenever the trust gets the funds. Okay. And honestly, if the trust doesn't have the funds, you probably shouldn't be doing it. Okay. So, So, uh, you know, you could, you could, you could, you know, hey, man, I'm going to drop a jewel for y'all. You could uh, purchase it privately, you know, I mean, not, I'm sorry, you could purchase it publicly, like through your individual, individual personally. And um, you could exchange it into the trust. And, and that exchange okay. would not um, represent any monetary value. So, it will, you know, ideally, you know, non-legal advice, ideally it would be a non-taxable transaction. Okay. And if you want to go in deeper, you know, you're a trustee, man. Just call me because that's as deep as I'm gonna go in, on the show. On in, the public. In the, in the public. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I'll I'll reach out to you. Okay. Any other questions, brother? Uh, no, no. That, I think that's it. Okay. Cool. I appreciate you, man. And then, uh, yeah, I look forward to you hit me up. If you need some more about that, we'll, we'll go into it. Okay, for sure. All right. <clears throat> peace, peace. Hopefully, man, I hope I didn't blow your spot up, man. And just, you know, hope maybe maybe you didn't want people to know you was a trustee. But and I'm paying it forward. You used to blew my spot up. No, I'm just playing. Uh, 915. Zero zero six eight nine one five zero zero six eight. Peace. What's your name? Where you calling from? Yes, sir. This is D. What's going on, so? Hey, peace, family. How you doing? All right, all right, man. I just wanted you to know, man. Your, your show is very inspirational to me, man. So, you know, I, I found you a while back. Then, you know, you heard about you, and then it's like both of y'all just connect perfectly. But um, I'm coming in, you know, trying to fan you down. Like, hey, don't close the door to the trust class yet. You know, I've been uh, 
me and the become a member of that couldn't do it this this past week something came up but I'm trying to get to the doors this next go around hopefully uh, January 1 I mean uh, July 1 so yeah don't close the door too soon brother Ah, uh, yeah I mean so I'll take that you know definitely um, uh, think about take that in consideration thinking about that I don't want to you know prematurely um, I can say you know how about this I can tell you right now yeah, my word that I won't stop before July first. Oh, okay. So that that that's that's like a touchdown for me, but it just makes sense. You, you're only one person. If you're good at what you do, what's going to stop people from trying to still contact you? And then it's like, okay, when's enough enough? So it just makes sense. And to me, that's like the one missing link that I have understanding the full operation on the private side because everything sounds good when you put it ones and twos together but until you know the details the ins and outs and what not to do that's when I think it's, that's when you should make a move other than that I don't make a move yeah yeah but you know I want to you know there's, there's something to be said about on the job training or learning from experience and um, when it comes from operating from the private you know, um, as long as you understand and you know, you have the knowledge that you are executing a contract. You're executing a contract. And that's where you derive your authority from. So I'm not in the bank doing anything illegal, trying to open a trust with this 9A number. You know, um, and my obligation is to open a trust account, you know, a trust checking account, you know, for this trust. Using this nine eight number or whatever number I got that from you know from the internal revenue services, and you know yeah. hey, as long as you know you know I'm not doing nothing wrong, but I don't know how. At least you know you be more apt to uh, make an attempt versus like oh man you know it's private and I can get in trouble like you know you can get in trouble if you're trying to like yeah. play a juke if you're trying to throw some jukes out there. If you're just trying to you know handle your business and you know so on and so forth, man like don't you know this stuff you know. Just because we ain't heard of it before doesn't mean it's a, it's a, it has not been happening for yeah. hundreds of years. You know, I was talking to this mortgage yeah. broker and I was like, hey man, you get a, you ever get um trusts come past your desk for underwriting for real estate? He was like, yeah, all the time. If I would have never asked him that question, I would have never got the answer. He, he basically way he said it to me. He was like, I mean, it's, it's obvious. Yeah, all the time. What do you mean? Wow. But I wouldn't have known yeah. that. I'd be like, oh yeah. Well, now that now that I know, yeah. know to ask that question, it makes sense. But yo, all the time, the trust trust applications go across their desk more than we get credit card applications in the mail. It's very prevalent, you know. Man, that's a we just don't know. In itself. Yeah, we just don't know. Yeah, run it, man. Yeah, look, man. I'm telling you, if you could properly look. Life insurance policies are huge when it comes to showing an asset of tangible. Uh, well, you public. mentioned that yourself not too long ago. That rung a bell so deep, so deep. Man, man that just I've makes tr- too much sense. I've been trying to tell Yusuf. You know, Yusuf. Yusuf just you know, Yusuf ain't used to listening to nobody. He know. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, mm-hmm. and Yusuf is like, yeah, hey, I respect you. So, and that meant a lot to me, but I've been trying to get this, like, Yusuf, man, life insurance, man, life insurance. He's like, I know. And I'm like, fam, it's not in the way that you think. And he he finally told me, he was like, you got to fly down here. I actually got to fly down there probably sometime this month. He's like, we need to, you need to stay oh, here. Good, and you, 
you need to tell me about this stuff. So now, now he's open. I, I look forward to that week show too. I'll stay open to that. <laughs> but yeah, life insurance is a big part of showing, um, you know, assets in a, in a trust name going through underwriting for properties and loans and stuff like that. Life insurance is huge, huge. Because huge. I, I actually have a life insurance, but I'm not. I understand it's got to be a certain functionality of the life insurance that. You know, makes it credible in your state, like what you're talking about. But uh, that's something else I like learn about too. Once I, you know, start a trust class, get some details. But I'm not sure if I had the right one. But I'm more likely, I know it's it's something I could probably do uh, something with in the near future or cancel it if it needs to. I mean, it depends on how you know. You want to check? I got a guy, man. Like, you know, um, he does amazing things. Sometimes you can get it modified. You know, sometimes you can get them like um, restructured or transferred over into a different um, type of policy, but you okay. maintain the value that has gone into it. You know, you hardly ever want to cancel a life insurance policy unless you have to. But even then, um, a lot of times there's options to get a portion of the premiums back. And most people don't know that. Oh, wow. Okay. You know, so, um, yeah, I would hold on to it. If you got one, the main thing is if you can change the owner and beneficiary. That's the main thing. Um, sometimes you can change okay. the beneficiary, but you can't change the owner. Um, especially if it's if it's a personal expense, because you want to be able to do that. Because if the owner is a trust, now the trust pays the premiums, and that's an expense to the trust. You know what I mean? One hundred percent expense versus on the on the you know on the individual side, you maybe only be able to you know um, expense certain amounts of premiums paid, but not the whole entire thing and stuff. That'd be a good question for me to ask. Yeah, asking. Hey, can I change the beneficiary and the owner? That's where I would start. Hey, what's uh, what, what's what's the process of uh, you know, changing the beneficiary, the owner on this on this life insurance policy? And then just be quiet. <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah. Unless they ask you, what's the I'm policy? So real curious, policy? like yeah. yeah <laughs> be quiet. I, and that's another thing, y'all. Like when you're talking to people, whether you're negotiating or whatever, man, it's certain circumstances. Uh, especially in negotiations, and especially if you're doing something that you're not really familiar with, the best thing most of the time is just to be quiet. Say what you got to say and be quiet. Don't don't add anything extra. You know, a lot of times we want to fill the silence and stuff. Don't fill the silence. Just be quiet and let them do their job and let them think and stuff like that. But yeah, man, yeah, yeah. Can I change the owner beneficiary and then just be quiet? <laughs> you know, just wait for a man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have them stumble their words and figure it out. Yeah, yep, absolutely. Go from there. Well, brother, hey, I ain't gonna hold up the line, and I appreciate your uh, your knowledge, your power, your truth that you put all through the airways. And uh, man, I'm gonna stay tuned and get in touch with you, so you'll be seeing me uh, or hearing from me again at least. Yeah, I appreciate so, you, man. Thanks for calling in. Um, you know, thanks for pressing yes, one. Sir. Thanks for checking out the show. Absolutely. Easy, Peace. All appreciation praises due to the ancestors and creators. I feel like I'm a hollow reed and it's coming through me, man. No, I'm just, I'm just, hey, like straight up, not being humble. I'm telling the truth because what I'm dealing with right now, I want to give proper accolades to so it does not end because I am enjoying life and I love it. So all praises due to the ancestors, due to the creator, man. You know, without them, who knows, you know, who knows? 925 4026. Peace. Peace, man.
Oh, Brian from the Bay, man. What's good, man? What's good, man? How you doing? See, I, I see how you doing this, man. You dipping on it. I don't appreciate that, homie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I got them Cali, them Cali brothers out here. <laughs> like, you know, you you dealing nah, with a Cali brother when they start calling you homie. You're like, oh, oh, oh no. Nah. Um, yeah, man, you um, dipping? Dipping? Nah, bro. <laughs> All right, no. You don't need to go into detail, bro. All right, know what you're trying to. I mean, I don't know what you're trying to do, but I understand your purpose for. You got to do what you got to do, and and the and the thing is, people need to step up or just be left in the cold. The only person they could blame is themselves because, you know, where there's a will, there's a way, and you know they always, you know the the when you seek it, you know it should come to you. You know if you, if you want it, you can you can you can find a way to get what you need to get because you see people getting stuff that, you know. It's funny when I think about it. You go in people's houses and stuff, and they be like, hey, "I ain't got nothing," but they got like TVs and you know TVs and, and, and Jordans and stuff. And I'm like, "But you got something." So it's just all about you know putting the stop, stop, stop doing what other people are doing. Start doing what you need to do for yourself. So that's the way I look at it. And you know, one thing I would say is I appreciate. You know, I I haven't been you know this to this for as long as you've been on but the funny thing was like I, I, I put it this way I start listening to Yusuf and then I saw your I saw your uh, uh, your you know your your stuff and I was like foundation and I just listened to it and then the first time I listened to it I just called and then when I called in I just I didn't even know if I was going to be able to pay for it or figure it out I was like let me just book a uh, Point. I mean, uh, 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 what you call? It? I can't think of the term. Um, a meeting. A consultation. You know, consultation. Yeah, my bad. The brain went 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 off like this. But yeah, I just took a risk, and you know, and and I realized that when you start really paying attention, stuff, you got ordered to receive some. You got to be willing to, you know, give some. So you got to give your energy or give your, you know, your. Your determination to do it, because like you said, people get shook and, and get scared. And I know there's been plenty of times where I was like, man, I don't know, because you know, for me, it was always the biggest thing was always like tripping off of my, uh, my my ability not to read as quick as everybody and to write as everybody. So that was like my biggest clutch. So I was like, I can't let it hold me back. So I just appreciate that you was able to be on here and you know help people get to a point where they can actually start making stuff because like I said I need to do more like most people we got to do more on your own and make sure you do it but I do really appreciate it you know from the bottom heart that you you should do this because you didn't have to you could have just turned this off a long time ago and just been living your life living your best life but you just summon your soul and that usually happens with people that's what I feel. I feel like I want to just make it. I just want to make it easy for other people, not in the sense of you ain't got to work to make what you need to do, but you just make it like so you can do that because you got to put in the work, but you ain't no longer worrying about all this this noise, this static, all this distraction out here. And I feel like that's what you got trying to. Y'all just want to make it so, like you said, you could be on the beach chopping it up and getting drunk and cussing each other out. Without <laughs> mouth something, 
And everybody's like, what are they talking about? They don't know what y'all talking about because y'all on a higher plane with the knowledge. But y'all still being real with yourself because I know it's got to be, you know, that's got to be a cool situation to be, be able to talk, chop it up with people that know what you're talking about. Because I know it's probably like you talking to people and you they looking like you're crazy. So, you know, I appreciate it. And, I mean, that's all I got to say is I appreciate it. And keep doing what you're doing. And I'll try to support you as much as I can. And keep doing your dance like you like to say. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. I really do, man. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, a lot of people say you got to take a leap of faith. I, I think personally it's all about believing in yourself. And believing that you can do it, and believing it, and trusting in your judgment, and 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 trusting that you can make a, a good decision with regards to who you deal with um, in the future. You can just sit down and be like, "Look, I'm not going to be dealing with no funny, weird, felonious, tomfoolery brothers and sisters no more. I'm about to get." my mind right, my information right, my estate right, and I do not consent to any tomfoolery from now on. And keep that in your mind and move forward. And trust that you ain't, you know, that you're serious. Um, I I really think it boils down to people don't trust themselves, man. We just don't trust ourselves. We've been taught not to trust ourselves, to trust our our opinions, to trust our our, uh, business acumen, to trust our intellect. To you know, to trust each other, and um, I think it really, you know, it boils down to you know, hey, do you believe that you're not only worthy but you can do it, and that you have the right judgment to determine the correct path? You know, yeah. but I could be, I could I, be I, completely wrong. I could be, you know, I could be off my locker. Like, man, you tripping? So I don't know. Hey. No, I hey. think you're right about that. But. I think you're right about that, but I, I I'll leave it as this: is that you you know you gotta trust yourself because um, when you look at it, even how they use you know with any religion, it makes you go you have to listen to this figure without questioning the information that you get. Because a lot of people don't even realize the only reason why a lot of us are even able to even understand the the Bible is because Martin Luther and for people who don't know that, that's the name that Martin Luther King got from was a gentleman named Martin Luther that made it possible for people. I mean, he made it possible. He argued with the church to like let the people actually start reading it because the church didn't want people to start reading the Bible and stuff. And that's what yeah, he's Martin the one that started the, the Lutheran sect of Christianity. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know yeah. what you're talking about. So I know you, I know about the same, but that that's the whole. But that's the thing is that people don't realize like they. They want to keep people. Um, I forget who said it. it was best. I think it was Rock. I think it was either. Uh, you correct me if I'm wrong. It's either one of the Rockefellers or is one of the the. Um, can't think of who, which one. But it's one of them families. They said, "I want a group of people that are workers, not thinkers." That was Rockefeller. No. Mm-hmm. Okay, well then, all right. So that's my point. Once you think it, I'm not thinking. I you just be sitting there ain't doing nothing, doing what they want you to do. So you gotta realize that there's a reason why this stuff is in the in, in the public I mean the private. It makes you have to 
trust your judgment. And then you got to be on your do that to do that. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's what, that's what you have to say. And, I, you know, I know my mother and me, we appreciate it. And my family, because it's making me, you know, do what I got to do. You know, and start trusting, you know, where I've been doing, trust my judgment, not always second guess myself and just, you know, get the information from people you know and, and just do your due diligence and study it. But I don't want to be wasting, I mean, not wasting, but taking all the time because I know you got other calls and they're probably like, man, let, let me talk. <laughs> taking up all the time. Nah, man, I appreciate it, man. Uh, peace, peace, uh, peace to Mom's Bay. Mom, Mom's Bay. <laughs> tell you, tell your mom I said peace. Uh, tell peace to your family, man. Peace to you, man. You've been you've been rocking for a while, and um, you hey, know, man. consider you one of the success stories of the trustees. You know what I'm saying? So, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm surprised you feel that way, and I appreciate it. You know, I really do. But you know. I, hey, I know what you did in that court. I know what you did in that courtroom, man. And you know, I'm I know what you, you did in that courtroom. Hey, I'm gonna mm-hmm. tell you this, bro. I'm gonna just tell you this real quick. I don't even care if anybody hears it. So, you know, I already had that thing with being sued before, right? So I just didn't. I, I forgot. I was gonna call you in the public. I mean, the private, but I didn't get a chance to. I got sued again. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll put it this way. I didn't, we didn't, I didn't have to go there because I hit them with a different letter, right? Uh-huh. And I was waiting for them. I was waiting for them to send me the the uh, letter to say that they, um, you know, they served me. I never got it, and I was waiting. I said, "Well, they supposed to send me this letter to see, so I could finally respond, you know, and do the paperwork, go to go to, you know, actually the court and actually do that process." Because I, I said, "I might wait. I'm gonna wait until I get that damn letter that says they served me." Right, they never send it. And then when I looked on they my don't. history, they don't I don't wait, man. No, but my Finish point that. is, I sent them a letter. Huh? Finish that administrative process. Yeah. Get that uh, get that certificate of non-response from the notary, so if they ever do come at you, you get the d- default off top. Okay, I'm gonna do that then. But but what I but what I noticed is they didn't respond to that letter, right? And then what happened is they they it, it fell off my history. Silence is acquiescence. Yeah, so the 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 the, the they took it off my quote uh, unquote credit history. It just went, it just disappeared. So they just oh stopped. yeah, because you got the new letter. Yeah, because we, yeah. we we steadily perfecting the process in the private. <laughs> the letter the letter was like the letter was like pretty much saying, hey, you know, I'm gonna go. I, I mean, I'll put it this way. It just asked him, who are you? You know, I used yep. to I used to I know I used to law. About. They want the affidavit. Yeah. We were asked them to sign on the penalty of Yeah, they ain't going to touch it, none of that. And they they respond, won't touch that. They ain't respond. And then you're going to get the notarized. Look, you're going to get notarized, and that's it. And I was waiting for it's an affidavit. Well, it's a notarized. It's, it's, it's an affidavit for them. So they got to they gotta come back. They ain't finna come back. They were like, man, leave this one alone. Hey, this is funny, too, because I was looking like, why? It, it just dropped off. I was like, I didn't have to go to play with this one. It just, it just dropped off. Mhm. Yeah. So, like I said, man, you know, yeah, man, you wanted the, yeah, you wanted well, you know, the grinders. You know, how I felt, hey, you know how I felt, 
about it. And he was like, man, but you was like, I remember you just said, he said, after it happened, he's like, but you had to know that that it was gonna go through. I can't, I can't force you to see it because if I say it, you know, you have to believe yeah. it. Yeah, you were the one in the courtroom. You were the one that had to go in there. I couldn't go. I told you I couldn't go in there with you. Yeah, you had to go in there by yourself. But I, yeah, but it was so funny, man. I'm just telling you, I just really like I only trip off it. I was like, oh okay. I had one after him, hit him with that letter, and then they were like, <laughs> I was waiting for him to respond. I'm thinking, he respond, bro. What the hell happened nah. here? No, nah, they ain't gonna respond. <laughs> <laughs> But I gotta do my due diligence to learn more of this stuff because I still gotta, you know, be on the process of getting everything correct. But like I said, you know, you just gotta put in the work. Yeah, so, I think I'm a that letter you talk about. I think I'm about to put that on the site for like ten dollars or something, <laughs> some <laughs> some small. Like, yo, here you go, ten bucks. Just grab it and send it off. Hey man, you know what? I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you. I kind of want. I kind of want you to see the one that I. I uh, because I was hearing somebody else and I listened to what they were talking about, right? And I read what they were talking about because it was using the same, um, the, um, what's it called? The, the 1690. Yeah, it was the, it's the based off the consumer law, right? Based off of that, right? So I heard them use this, that they were talking about the, the actual, uh, you know, which one to use. And I looked at it and I read it and then I crafted it. And I use it, and that's the one I used, like I said, recently. And it was just crazy. Like, I I don't get no response because it's just, it's, and I'm going to have to send it to you because I think I, I think I sent it to somebody else, but it's interesting because I made that one up myself. Yeah, once you get to the point, principles are few, processes are many. Principles are few, processes are many. Man, you a Jedi. You just you just a humble Jedi. Like these fools in the public, they man, they can't do they can't do this. They don't know how they can't sit down and figure. Man, you a Jedi, fam. You went to court and beat them fools out of out of thousands. I'm a I'm a witness. I saw the bill. I saw you know, I was helping a brother. My man walked into court, they beat them fools. Now he at the point where he ain't gotta go to court no more. He beating them out of court. Telling you, Jedi man, out here with that. Hey, maybe maybe I'm gonna come to that, but I still gotta learn the other stuff. You feel me? Yeah, I got but, you. But hey, man, it was a totally. I was I was like, it's funny when I got when I got served the last time. The person said, I'm uh, I'm gonna just put it this way. He served me. He said, I'm sorry. I said, Oh, you don't have to apologize. You're just doing your job. Like, and he looked at me weird, like. <laughs> yeah. Like, most people don't people. act like this when they get served, so. I'm almost, I'm almost <laughs> anyway. excited. Like, ooh, I get to test my skills. I get to test my skills. So, you know, I almost get excited and stuff. <laughs> that's, you know, in the public, that's crazy. Like, what? You, you excited to get served? What's wrong with you? You crazy. Give him a psyche bow. <laughs> but anyway, I'm going to let you go, man. But, yeah, that was funny. Like, I was about to say that, but I don't have no problem saying that. Because, like I said, I just looked at the, wanted to go look on it, and they're like, they just drop. But I'm gonna probably do what you said because I didn't think about it when they, you know, just to cover my ass. Yeah, finish out the process, man. Don't let them go. Don't, don't, don't back up. You know what I mean? Take them out. <laughs> uh, well, I appreciate it. If they ever hit you again or something, like, hey, man, you know, I gotta 
certificate of non-response. Y'all already agreed to this. So, uh, what now? <laughs> okay. And you, you contacted me again. That's a thousand dollars per per offense. Yeah, I'm learning about again. that. I, I, like, I was like, what? Like, man, it's a trip. Thousand dollars per per offense. Plus, you can charge them for your for your time hourly. Yep. Like, like, like they do you. And the court. I mean, not you per se. I'm saying not you per se, but I mean other folks. You know what I mean? Yeah, they ain't doing me like that. <laughs> ain't doing you like that. <laughs> but yeah, that's it, man. I'm gonna let you. Uh, yeah, man. Rock with somebody else. I appreciate it, man. Appreciate you, man. I'll talk to you soon, man. All right, man. You good, man? Peace. Yeah, man. Don't forget to tell your mom to say peace, man. She rocked with you, man. She should get, you know, some some props, man. She probably was like, "What the hell are you doing, son? You gonna get us all in trouble with the man?" You know, sounds like, you know, obvious, obvious that she rocked with you and she, you know, had some faith in the sun. She gets to salute. With that being said, man, hey, we got like no time left. I'm about to wrap this up, y'all. I appreciate y'all. I love y'all, man. Um, I try to come. I come with the, you know, with the heat. I'm looking to, for those who can hear me, I'm talking to you. And, you know, please believe me. Um, welcome to the foundation.com. You know, get your private learn on. Sign up for the email list. It's going to say, oh, you have another, you're going to, you signed up, but you got to uh, search your email and confirm your email. That's a lie. It's not true. We, uh, we haven't taken that page. We haven't edited that page yet. Uh, migrated the website a few months ago. I don't even want to touch it because that, that was so much energy. So just just an announcement, you know, if you if you've listened to the episode this far, man, you sign up for the email list and it says use one step, you're almost done or whatever it says. That's not true, man. If you if you if you put your email on welcome to the foundation.com and you hit that arrow, you're on the email list. So, you know, I appreciate y'all checking out the show. I appreciate the newcomers. Appreciate the OGs. Definitely um, I will think about when I will actually put a date on for ending my, you know, new trustees and trustee training. But yo, it's coming. Um, I can't do this any. I can't. I'm not anymore. But I can affect. I feel like you know, there's other avenues like I can affect more change for our people, especially on the low income side, because that's where we are really hurting. And um, you know, I'm a catalyst for our people, man. So with that being said, man, I appreciate y'all, man. You know, welcome to the foundation. And, uh, you know, I'm so ill. I appreciate y'all. Love y'all, man. Enjoy yourself. Take care of yourself. You know, believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. Um, that's, you know, that's the theme. I'm going to call that the theme. Other than that, I'll catch y'all next week unless something comes up. Y'all can email me admin at welcome to the foundation.com if you're interested in trustee training. Um, you can book a consultation from the website. You can do what you dance, man. Do your dance. Do your dance. But y'all, 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 be safe. Be safe out there. And uh, I'll catch you next week here on High Frequency Radio. Peace to the gods. Doing this thing all the way live. High Frequency Radio.